This is Gemara Rosh Hashanah Daf Beis, a new Masechta, all the learning for today. As the week of Shavuot Brachas continues, has been dedicated as a schos for the Chosan in Kalaj, it's Yibolig and Debbie Karniol and Mirza They should continue building Abayis Naman Bi Yisrael, the schos of the entire Chabura learning should be a tremendous schos. They should start off their marriage on the right foot. Of course, we can't forget the schos Shedach Vizochayim, the Virgin Mary, but she is the Gitlash and El Estabash and Amakal, your Murdoch is Tamashindal, as a Gitlash of Shindal. As well as Chosfur, Semish of Mios, Menem Veda, and Menem Vega Haim, Massage, and Zin Razor, Sarbas Kanandi, the Basim, and Sayyid, so we welcome all the new subscribers, all the new listeners, and I guess we begin with a bracha, as always, without the same geschmack and fire and clarity that we want right now, we should continue for the whole Masechta, and hopefully it should fuel us as we march towards the end of Maid. And someone gave me a nice tip, all the YouTube subscribers out there, you should click notifications on. I don't know exactly what that means, but I believe what that means is that when the share goes up, you will get a pop-up telling you the share is there. Again, as always, we're trying to get the share up at least a day or two earlier for everyone wants to prepare, everyone wants to chazer, etc., etc. Now, with all the wonderful announcements, let's get learning. Says the Mishnah, Arbei Arba, Rosh Hashanah Heim. There are four Rosh Hashanahs. There are four times of the year that there are Rosh Hashanah. They're the beginning of sorts. What are these four times? Says the Mishnah. Becha Benisan the first one is on Echad, on the first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim is Rosh Hashanah for kings Ula Regalim and that's what begins the Regalim the Shalosh Regalim and of course the Gemara is going to explain exactly what does it mean it's Rosh Hashanah for Malachim Regalim etc etc and actually We'll take one moment before we even get into it. And Rashi already points out, Rashi already gives us a little bit of a secret that what does it mean it's Rosh Hashanah for Malachim, for kings? So Rashi tells us two lines for the top, it's for Shtar Sayem that when they would write a Shtar, when they would write a document, they would write the Shtar for the years of the king. And therefore they would have to know when was the king's reign begin, when did it end? And if there wasn't an, a set date and it was more arbitrary, as we'll see in the Gemara in a few moments, we're afraid that one's going to come to mess up and have a predated Shtar, a post-dated star document, and we'll explain that in the Gemara in a few moments. So the Mishnah continues that the first of Nisan is the first the New Year's for Malachim, for Kings Regalim, and for the festivals. Bechad Be'el, the first of El, is Roshanelah Meiser Behema. That's for Meiser Behema, and Rashi points out, what does that mean? That you can't take Meiser off of an animal that's born in this year for an animal that's born in that year. So what does it mean this year and that year? That is defined by the first of El. So if an animal is born the day before El, and the animal is born two days later, that's considered two different years, and you cannot take Meiser from one animal to the next. Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, Aymrim, no, Bechad B'Tishrei. They argue and they say, when is Meiser? When does the Meiser behema? When's the new year? When's that cutoff point? It's not the first of El, but rather the first of Tishrei. The mission continues. What's the third Rosh Hashanah? Becha B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah Lashanim, as we of course know, which is the Rosh Hashanah for a new year. Uli Shemitin, and for Shemitah, which for us here in Eretz Yisrael has been very, very relevant. They're ready with the first of Tishrei, the first of Rosh Hashanah. All the halachas of Shemitah came into effect. As Rashi points out, you can't plow, you can't sow, you can't work the field at all. And as well, that's when the crops begin to have the Kedusha of Shemitah, depending on fruits and vegetables, etc. Uli Yavle, similar for Yavle and Atiyah for plant. Planting the yarkas for vegetables. 
What does it mean, Lenetia? Rashi points out that means for the Arla. Arla, the crop, you can't eat for the first few years. When does that begin? That begins with Tishrei. Now, the fourth Rosh Hashanah, Bechad Shabbat, is Rosh Hashanah, Le'ilam, Kedivri Beishamai. Beishamai says, when is Rosh Hashanah for the new year, for the, for the trees, excuse me, is the first of Shabbat, which of course we know, what do we hold? Tu Bishvat, Beisilo Aimrim, Bechamisha Asar Bai, on Tu Bishvat. Those are the four Rosh Hashanahs, the four times of the new year, which are going to have many, many ramifications throughout the Allah, as the Gemara is going to explain. So the first we had is Kings and Regalim is the first of Nisan, the first of Elos, Elos for Meister Behema, whereas some say that's on Tishrei, the first of Tishrei is Roshanah of the New Year, Shemitah, Yoivlis, Nati, Yerakais, um, etc. And the first of Shvat is Amach, like us, Bishamay says that's Roshanah Le'ilanis, and of course we know Tu Bishvat is on the 15th of Shvat. We begin the Gemara, the first case in the Mishnah, what was the first Roshanah, the first of Nisan? We said in the Mishnah, was Roshanah for Malachim, for kings? Rashi already gave us a bit of a clue. Rashi taught us that what, was the, what does it mean for kings, it meant for the shtarais, it meant for the documents. But ask the Gemara Lamai Hilchasa, for what reason do we need to have a standardized date for when? Each king comes to reign, and Rashi right away, Rashi says, Kleimar, which we know, Kleimar meaning, Rashi's pointing out that the words Lomai Hilchas over here don't just mean what is the Alacha. Rashi says, Kleimar, Lama Hukfu Yoim Yuchad Leminyan Amlachim. Why do we have to set a specified day for the date of the kings? Ema, Shal Komelchu Melch Maslashanasim Yoim Chamed Bai. Why don't we just say that each and every king will begin his reign from whatever day he takes over? One king will be in January, one will be February, one will be March. What's the difference? Whenever the king comes to reign, that's when his year begins. Why do we need to have a set month? And this month, a new reign is going to begin. And of course, what that means is, is that when it comes to Nisan, the second year begins. Meaning, if one king started his reign in Adar, and then the next month, Nisan, it's called the second year of that reign. So if you'd be writing a star in that Nisan, you would write that uh, whatever the date is of the king on the second year of his reign. Second year, he's only been servicing for two months. Correct, because Nisan begins a new year. So says the Gemara, why do we need that? Amar Rav Chista, Rav Chista points out like Rashi already started to teach us Lishtaris. That what? If we have a predated Shtar, it's possible. A post-dated Shtar is kosher. So first let's explain the concept that we'll see what it has to do with us. Whenever we have a star, a, a document that someone owes someone money, if it's a document that's, if it's, I'm sorry, if there's a loan or something that's recorded in the document, the halacha is, not only can you collect the cash that was borrowed, but you also collect mishubadim, you collect properties, there's a lien that is created. If I lend, if I borrow from you, let's say, a million bucks, now you have a lien on a million dollars on my properties. Now which properties? Only the properties that I have at the time of the loan, and therefore, if I borrow from you on January 1st, a million and on February 1st, I go and I sell a house for a half a million dollars. And then on March 1st, you come to me to collect the loan. I say, I'm sorry, I don't have it. You're allowed to go to that person who bought my house, that half a million dollar house, and say, it's mine. I have a lien on that property. And of course, that is how all basic liens work. But now it's only going to be items that were sold after the star was written. If I sold something today, and then tomorrow I borrow something, I borrow money from you, the fact that I sold the property today is irrelevant to you because that's a prior. Now, so what happens that sometimes Rashi points out and everything we're talking about is in, is in this long and lengthy Rashi Rashi points out that what happens is 
that someone, the loiva, the borrower might come and say, I want you to write me a star that I owe someone money. And of course, uh, Adim, the witnesses are allowed to write such because he's the borrower, he's not the lender. So he's like, you're allowed to obligate yourself something. And you write that you borrow it, that you owe someone money. And then at a later date, you actually borrow the money. But we don't then remember five years later when someone comes to collect, we don't remember, wait, was that before or after? Meaning, because if there's no standardized times of dates, what's going to happen? We're just going to see a month. We're going to see that one thing happened in January, one thing happened in March. March could be after January, March could be the next year. And we don't know, did it happen pre or did it happen post? And therefore, because of that issue, they had to set a standardized date. Let's take one moment to see a little bit of a Rashi together. Rashi says, we're in that long Rashi, we're four lines into the Rashi. Rashi says, You will not be able to differentiate. You'll never know. If there's no standardized dates, you won't remember, and you won't be able to know if a, if a, if a document is predated or postdated. And Rashi plays out the case like we just said. And on Kislev in the third year, Reuven borrowed a hundred dollars. And they said, when we signed that document, we didn't actually see the loan happen. Ella, the laver came to the borrower came to us and said, It's time for us, please, that I owe him money. And like we learned in Baba Basra, that you're allowed to do that even though the Malva's not there. And they them say, We don't know. And we don't know when did the actual halva happen. Meaning, we don't know. Did Reuven come to Edom and say, Please write, I owe Shimon $100 because I yesterday borrowed from him? Or because I'm going to borrow him and you're in front of me now, I want you to write the document right now. Avo, what do we see? We see in a document that you borrowed on Thomas on the third year, plenty for such and such king. And let's say the Dayanim don't know when did that king take reign. You won't be able to differentiate. Because of course, Thomas is the summer, Kislev is the winter. So let's just use summer and the winter. So right now we're going to the summer, we're going to the winter. So this winter is after the past summer and it's before the next summer. And if we don't know years, so you don't know if we're just sitting here and we just see a doctor document and we just know something. We don't know if it's a pre or was it post. If between Thomas the Kislev, we don't know if the king took reign between Thomas and Kislev, Nims the Kislev, Kaidim the Thomas, and then it's beforehand, and then it's an early star, and if it's an early star, it's possible, because you can't collect with it, or if you came to reign afterwards, and therefore everything's going to be fine. So because of that reason, and again, let's point out those words that Rashi says, don't remember when the king took reign, therefore we make a standardized time, and therefore whenever we're going to see in a document, and we're going to see that it says the third year, the fourth year, etc., we're always going to know, because Nisan is when the calendar year is going to flip. I'll just point out the obvious question I'm sure many people are bothered by, which really Tysus here takes issue with, that what does that mean? We're not going to remember when the king took reign. That's a pretty funny thing. It's our king taking over. It's quite a big event. How do we not remember when that happened? And that's Tysus' issue and therefore he has a noob shot. But that's the first thing in the Mishnah, that we have to have a set date when the king's year switch so that we never have an issue with pre or post-dated Shtaris. Taner Abonan says the Gemara Melch Shamar Adar if a king took reign on the 29th of Adar, when the first of Nisan comes, also Lashana, it's considered his year is complete, and then the next day, it's his second year of his reign. But if he only started reign on the first of Nisan, 
So what did you tell me that when the first of Nisan comes, the year is complete and now it's his second year? As we turn over to Bezim and Bez, what does that teach us? What is the first din in the Brisa teaching us? Very good, like our Mishnah said. Nisan is the New Year's for the king. Very good. And it's also teaching me a Chiddush that one year could be a year. That if you start rain on the 29th, on the 1st it's a new year. Beautiful. But the price had continued, and the price had said a second case. Then If you only come to rain on the first of Nisan, ain't money Loshan Nisan Acher. We don't consider it a year until the next Nisan. What's that teaching me? That's the exact same application, just with new dates. Of course, that's obvious. We already knew that. Answers the Gemara again. Let's just appreciate the question. The price had taught me that if you start on the 29th, on the first, it's a new year. Which teaches me that one year is considered a year, and teaches me that when the Nisan comes, it's a new year. Great. So then it says, but if you start your reign on the first of Nisan, it's not a new year to the next year. Obvious, that's the most bullshit thing in the world. We already know that. Answers the Gemara, four lines down. Ah, the case is where they voted him in. The council, the sages decided he should be king already in Adar. So, meaning a month earlier. So, no. I would think that the voting him maybe that's when his reign begins and not when he actually practically takes over Kamash Malan says the Bryson no it goes when he practically becomes king and the fact that they voted him in early that is irrelevant to us Tanarab on a new Bryson five lines on the top if the king dies in Adar and a new king comes into reign in Adar then you're allowed to write the year for either one, because that year the king was in reign, and the new king is in reign for that year as well. Mace Benisan. Let's say the king dies in Nisan, again, it's in the same year. Everything is very simple. But Let's say the king dies in Adar, and we don't get a chance to appoint a new king until Nisan, says the Brisa. So then, what do we have to do? We count the first year for the first king, because he was the only one in reign that year. And the next year, if you have a halva, if you have a loan in the next year, you're not allowed to date it with the previous king because the previous king is no longer around. And you can't write it's the next year of the previous king's reign because he's dead. Therefore, what do you have to do? You write for the new king. So very simple, three different cases in the Brisa. The Brisa is teaching me that if everyone dies and takes reign in the same month, whether it's Adar, whether it's Nisan, they're both considered kings in that year. Whereas if it flips with Nisan, then it's a new reign, a new year, etc., etc. So Amar Amar, let's dissect this price of these three cases. We count the year for this one and I count the year for that one. Shita. Of course, again, what's the Chiddush that is teaching me? I would have thought Maybe you're not able to count one year for two different kings. Maybe it's an impossibility. Each year gets one king. And the fact that a second king took over in the same year, maybe we're not allowed to use his name until the new year begins because the old king was in reign this year. Kamash Malan, no. They allowed to do each either one because they both were reigning, they both were kings during the same year. 
Next case in the Brisa. Mace Benisa Mamanachar Tachta Benisa. If the king dies and a new king comes in to reign, Anisa Manashan Lazarus Abshita. Again, Shita. It's Mamish, the exact same as the previous case. Mao, the Tema Kia, Amin, and Yamacha, Bishan, Chashashan, says the Gemara. I would think, when do we say the rule that one day is considered a year is Besoyev Shana? Maybe that's only at the end of the year. Maybe if someone becomes king on the 29th of Adar, and then on the 1st of Nisan, he's, is his new year, because maybe at the end of a year, that's called a year. How However, but if, that's, if it's at the beginning of the year, maybe not. So maybe the fact that he became a terrain right now in the first of Nisan, maybe one day king is not enough to call him a king. And therefore we can't date a star with his name. Tamash Mulan, that even one date is enough. And that's the second case of the Raisa. And again, we'll just point out that the top thesis over here points out why, what's the Svara? You know, we, we sort of set it over as if it's a rule. What's the Svara asks Taisus that the first day of the year should be any different than the last day of the year? Taisus says it should be a Kavachaymer. He asks questions from the Gemara Anida, etc., etc. Back into the Gemara. What was the third case of the Braisa? Mesba Adar, Ramanachadachto, Benisan. If one king dies in Adar and the next king takes over Nisan, so to when we said that each king has its own year, the first one is for the first king and the second one is for the second king. Again, the Gemara has the exact same question. Pshita, these are all the same applications of the fact that Nisan is a new calendar year. Why do we have to keep on explaining the same din again and again? Explains the Gemara, you know what the novelty of the Chiddush is? Is that they voted him in on Adar, which again, we also know that. So that itself is not enough. And he's the king, the son of a king, that he became a king because his father was a king. As Rashi points out, that the kingdom is a Yerusha. As the Apostlech says, So therefore you would think he has two things going for him. Number one, he was voted in early. Number two, his father was the king. So he, it was known, it was implied he was king. So I would have thought, maybe he should be allowed to be considered two years when Nisan becomes. Kamash no, he only took reign in Nisan, he only begins in Nisan. And that's the first part of today's Gemara, or I should say really the second part of today's Gemara. The first part of the Gemara was discussing that we start the king's year from Nisan. Why do we need a set date? We said because of Shtarais, because we have to know a set date in order to have the validity of a star in case the Bezdin will forget when the king came to reign. We need to know, is the star early? Is the star late? Can you use the star to collect? And then number two, we just went through and we played out two different Bryces, two cases in Bryce number one, three cases in Bryce number two. All the different permutations of a king dying and other taking over and other dying in Nisan, taking over in Nisan, dying and other taking over in Nisan. The different chadushim that voting him in is not enough. Voting him in, even if he's the son of a king, is not enough. And that is part number one of the Mishnah. And now we continue and we want to know fine, we took it for granted that it started with Nisan. How do we know that? Where did you get this from? You taught me now why. Why we need the whole din. Very good. You explained, you convinced me that we need the din. Why do we need the din for stories, etc.? But how do you know it starts with Nisan? Asks Rabbi Yechanan. And this is a question that's going to take us all the way through tomorrow's daf. Says the Gemara Shanam, you know what the Makar is? It says in the Torah, And it was a 480th year from when Eklai Yisrael left Mitzrayim, Bishana. Haraviyas in the fourth year, Ziv in the month of Ziv, which is what? Hu Hashini, which is the second month, Lemelech Shlemai Al 
Yisrael to Shlomo Melch's reign on Klai Yisrael. And I said, I'm sorry, I said a Pasuk in the Torah. Of course, this is a Pasuk in Malachim. So the Pasuk is telling that it was the 480th year when Klai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim and the month, the second month when Shlomo was reigning over Klai Yisrael. So in this Pasuk, there are two ideas that are juxtaposed, which is a classical Hekish. We have a Yitzias Mitzrayim and the kingdom of Shlomo HaMelch. Says the Gemara, Makish Malchus Mitzrayim. We see the kingdom of Shloima is put next to juxtaposed as a hekish to the leaving of Mitzrayim. Ma Yitzias Mitzrayim in Nisan. Just like we know we left Yitzias Mitzrayim from Nisan, we left Egypt on Nisan. Av Malchus Shloima in Nisan. So too we count the kingdom from Nisan. So source number one says Rav Yechlon is how do we know we count kings from Nisan from the fact the Poskim Malachim has a hekish and puts together the kingdom of Shloima next to Yitzias Mitzrayim, source number one. Tomorrow we'll have source number two. But within this source, it was assumed that when was Yitzias Mitzrayim Nisan? Now the Gemara asks, the Yitzias Mitzrayim guva minal and minisan, minyan. How do you know that Yitzias Mitzrayim was from Nisan? Again, not that it happened then. How do you know that we count the date from Nisan? And that any time that we're going to say this is such and such time from the time he left in Egypt, it goes back and starts from Nisan. Delma asked the Gemara, Maybe we count from Tishrei. Again, we're asking how do we know that the Rosh Hashanah with regard to Yisiyas Mitzrayim, that we know we went out of Egypt, and then we know whenever Nisan is going to come, it's the second year from leaving Egypt. Whenever Nisan is going to come, it's the third year from leaving Mitzrayim. How do we know that? Maybe we should count from Tishrei. Says the Gemara, don't entertain such a possibility. The Torah says, through the word of Hashem, by Yama Sham and Aaron dies, Bishnasar Boyim lost his Bene Sal Mitzrayim. The 40th year from Klai so leaving Mitzrayim, Aaron Akoyin is Nifter. Pasik number one. When was this? The first of the month of the fifth month, which we'll see what that means. Uksev. And there's a second Pasik. Now Mesh Rabbeinu is talking. Mesh Rabbeinu. Is talking in Devarim and says, Moshe Rabbeinu, and it was, says the Torah, excuse me, and it was in the 40th year in the 11th month, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke, says the Gemara, was that when the first Pasik by Aaron Akain said the fifth month, Nisan year, Simon Tamas Av, it's in the fifth month and it calls it the 40th year, Nisan year, Simon Tamas Av, and we get to Shvat, and it's still the 40th year. We see Roshan can't be Tishrei. Again, Nisan, Ir, Sivan, Tamas, Av. El Tishrei. If Tishrei was when the new year begins for Yisias Mitzrayim, when we get the Shvat, it should be the 41st year. From the fact that we see that it's considered the 40th year, must be Tishrei is not when the calendar switches with regard to Yisias Mitzrayim. Says the Gemara, I understand that the first Pasuk is going by Aranak Koyin. It says the 40th year when they left Mitzrayim. El Ahai, the second Pasuk by Moshe Rabbeinu talking, Mimai Yisias Mitzrayim, Don't lie, comes on Mishkan. How do we 
know the Pasik says it was 40 years on the 11th month Moshe spoke? How do you know it was 40 years from Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim? Maybe it was 40 years from when the Mishkan was set up. Answers the Gemara, Kedamar Apapa, Shanas Esrim, Shanas Esrim, Nigzir Shava. It says the word Shanas Esrim, Hachanami, that's what Papa says, excuse me. So by us, Hachanami, Shanas Arbaim, Shanas Arbaim, Nigzir Shava, both Sukim, Servi, Barbaim, Shana, and they both use the same word, Arbaim, Shana, Arbaim, Shana, shows us it's referring to the same reference point in time, Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. Makan Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim, Afkan Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. Therefore, we know they're both referring to Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. We're going to go for one more moment. We really could stop here, but let's go one moment to really wrap up this whole discussion. Ask the Gemara, How do you know that first Aaron Akayin died in Av? Maybe first Moshe Rabbeinu spoke in Shvat. Again, the same idea. Whenever you have a calendar year, Nisan year, Sivan Dam is Av, Elo Tishrei Chajin Kisei Tevi Shvat. Shvat could be before Av or after Av. We don't know which is first. Says the Gemara, no, it has to be that Aaron died first, that Av came first, Shvat came second, and therefore Tishrei can't be the Rosh Hashanah. Why? It says in the Torah, after Sichon was destroyed. And when Aaron died, Sichon is still alive. When Moshe Rabbeinu spoke, it says after Sichon is destroyed. And when Aaron died, Sichon is alive. So it must be Aaron died, then Sichon was destroyed, and then Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. So we knew that Aaron and story must have been first. As the Torah says, moving over to Gimel Amad Al, tomorrow's daf, we'll conclude with this. And the Kanani heard the king of Arad. What did the Kanani, the king of Arad, hear? He heard that Aaron died in the and the clouds of glory left Kla Yisrael. And he thought this is referring to Sichoi, he could wage war with Kla Yisrael. And that's what the Apostle says. And the entire congregation saw that Aaron had died. Doesn't mean that the congregation saw that Aaron had died. Rather means they were made to be seen that Aaron died. And therefore, says the Gemara, that's how we know that Sichon heard that Aaron died. Then Sichon attacked, and then Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. So, must mean first was the death of Aaron, then was the attack of Sichon, then was the speech of Moshe Rabbeinu. So, Av was before Shvat, proving Tishri can't be Rosh Hashanah for the king. And the Gemara concludes, Midami Asam this last little piece will run through at the beginning of tomorrow's share. We'll pick up tomorrow, Mir Tashem.